Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story this week, the Legendary Realms Create a Competitor Tournament and Associated Events going on Sunday, May 28th, Memorial Day weekend. This puts me in a bit of a dilemma because as of right now, as I'm recording this, the event is still going on. Per the challenge that's available publicly, there are 38 players in the tournament. It's scheduled to have six Swiss rounds before the top cut. And they're in the middle of round two as I'm recording this. I also have not seen anything about any championships being defended. The tag team championship, the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship, is supposed to be defended. The LFF Tri-State Singles Championship is supposed to be defended. I haven't seen any of those go live, be presented on Facebook or any other streaming. I haven't seen any news about that. So what will likely happen with Legendary Realms, is I'll have to give you that information at the end of the show. I can tell you right now, though, that the tournament is underway, with the majority of the Swiss rounds still to go. I can also tell you there was a pre-show event Saturday night. Again, I'm still missing some information about this. I've put out some inquiries. I don't have much back yet. I do know, from what I've received... It was a 16-man tournament, Swiss rounds. I'm not sure if they had a top cut after Swiss or just took the best record after Swiss. I can tell you that the winner of the event was Bob Dunn playing as his own creation, Big Bad Bobby D. Congratulations to Bob Dunn for winning the pre-show event at Legendary Realms. While we're waiting on news from this event, I think I'll go ahead and talk about some upcoming events that Super Show is going to be involved in. First, we have the next big online event. This is being hosted by the Mad Custodian, and it's scheduled to take place 7 p.m. Eastern, June 17th, online. It is a free event. It is posted on Super Show the Game under Shop under online events. It is the second ever free custodial clean sweeperoo event. The winner of this free event will receive a champion of Kickstarter entrance card. Second place will receive an old school pack. It's a 32 player event, so it's capped at 32 players. There will be a ban list. There will be stipulations. The ban slash booked list and stipulations will be announced May 27th on twitch.tv slash themadcustodian at 9 p.m. Eastern. So if you're interested in signing up for this event, you can sign up now. It is still listed as in stock on the website. And watch for the announcement of who is booked and what the stipulations will be. Twitch.tv slash themadcustodian. 9 p.m. May 27th. 
That is next Saturday. Next Saturday night, the announcement will be made. Under the event section on supershowthegame.com, they have added three events. The next big in-person event is Origins Game Fair, June 21st through 25th at the Greater Columbus Convention Center in Columbus, Ohio. Following that, July 6th through July 10th, SRG Universe will be at Dice Tower East in Orlando, Florida. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce the uh, name of the venue. It looks like it's the Caribe Royale Orlando. Now, unfortunately, this event is sold out. And actually, I'm seeing a discrepancy on the dates. On the website, it says July 6th through 10th. In the description, it's saying July 5th through 9th. But basically, that weekend. That weekend, Dice Tower East, SRG Universe will be there. But unfortunately, tickets are sold out. You can't go. They had over 1,300 tickets. As I checked earlier today, it's sold out. There are no Super Show events. I looked. There are no Super Show events listed. So it looks like they'll just be there selling product, demoing. Now, I don't know if any of the Florida players want to go down to this event, maybe run some things off-site. But Dice Tower East, Orlando, Florida, weekend of July 5th through July 10th. If you're attending, check out Super Show. They're doing stuff there. The next event after that is CharCon. This is going to be at the Clay Center in Charleston, West Virginia, from July 14th through July 16th, that weekend. I checked out their website. Nothing's available. No ticket prices, no event schedule. Everything's coming soon. But that's going to be in Charleston, West Virginia, weekend of July 14th through July 16th. Same weekend, 15th through 16th, the Southeast Game Exchange at the Greenville Convention Center in Greenville, South Carolina. SRG will also be there. This is a retro gaming convention from what I've seen, so it's mostly going to be video gaming, but SRG will have a presence there. I didn't see anything about events or anything they're running there. Tickets are available for that. Pretty cheap tickets. I think it's $22 right now for both days. So tickets are pretty cheap for Southeast Game Exchange. Those are the next three events. And then later in July, the 28th through the 30th, Southern Fried Gaming Expo at the Marriott in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm sure we'll get a lot of details about that. ACCW is going to be pretty heavily involved in Southern Fried Gaming Expo. But between Origins Game Fair and Southern Fried Gaming Expo, SRG Universe will be at three conventions in the South. One in West Virginia, one in South Carolina, one in Florida. That's what I have about upcoming events. CCC News. The fifth match in the first round of the 2023 Creative Competitor Competition has wrapped. From Wednesday... To Saturday evening, 72 hours, you could vote once an hour every hour for Private Cuddles, The Trickster, or The Survivalist. 
I did not see any promos from either the Trickster or the Survivalist. I did see a brief promo from Private Cuddles. It was very brief. And it looks like the contest only got about 130 votes. This round, this match only had about 130 votes. I would venture to guess, based on visibility alone, Private Cuddles is probably taking this match. We'll have to see. I think he would have been the favorite going in just on name recognition alone. And since I really didn't see a campaign from the Trickster or the Survivalist, if I had to make a prediction, I predict Private Cuddles will be going on to round two. Then again, a lot of people were surprised by Moxie winning his match, so who knows. I expect we'll find out who won next Wednesday, May 31st on Talk of the Universe. And I would not be shocked if they announced the final match that day as well. With it then kicking off on the 7th of June. We'll have to wait and see. That's where we are right now though with the CCC. Let me give you some event updates. Faction Wars 4. We're in the finals round of Faction Wars 4, the higher class versus Impact, facing off in a series of matches. Last I reported, Impact was up. They'd won one match. They were up two points to zero points. The higher class has won the next two matches. Impact had won a Liger's Den match. The higher class has won the Captain's match. And they've won a Steel Chain match, which based on the reports I'm getting, means that they are leading the finals of Faction Wars 4 by a score of 4-2. to two. Last week, Impact was up by 2. This week, the higher class is up by 2. Only three matches have been played. There are many, many matches remaining, so I expect we'll see that score change quite a bit over the next few weeks, but that's where we are right now with Faction Wars 4. The United States Contender Tournament. This is the tournament to determine the next contender for the LFF United States Championship. Last week I reported that the finalists were Colin the Chrononaut as Steel Wool versus Big Match Pete as Johnny T. Per a vote on Twitch.tv during the episode of Talk of the Universe on the 17th, the match was supposed to be a steel cage match. That match didn't happen between the 17th and the 24th. So, they've decided to give them an extension, but they decided to change the stipulation. Per a vote, they're changing the stipulation. Per a vote, the stipulation was determined by a spin of a wheel on the computer. Five possible stipulations. Ring of Fire, Submission Match, Steel Chain Match, Liger's Den Match, and a sketchy backyard ring match with the winner after one spin, Ring of Fire. So, Colin the Chrononaut will take on Big Match Pete in a Ring of Fire match. I've heard it'll be sometime between now and Wednesday. Nothing confirmed. That's just a little rumor I've heard, unconfirmed rumor. Will be taking place early this week. The winner will be the next contender for the United States Championship. I'm also expecting to see the finals of the Rising Star 3 tournament happen soon. The finalists are Phil Birch, better known as the Phil Birch of the big picture, versus 
the TVA commissioner, Drew Madsen. I've also heard this match be happening earlier in the week. Again, card subject to change, but look for both finals of both tournaments to be happening sooner rather than later. Cheetah Cup 2. I reported on Cheetah Cup 2 last week. Free created competitor tournament in two stages. The first stage is for players who have a competitor in the game. They will face off. There are 50 players in this phase of the tournament. Ten groups, five players per group. Best record per group will advance into the next phase. All the matches in this phase are dark matches. And we'll see ten winners. Additionally, all the runners-up will end up facing off in a grand battle match. The winner of the grand battle match will join the ten winners in the second phase. The second phase is going to be where the players that don't have a competitor in Super Show the Game, that's where they will start playing matches. Just as a recap, Cheetah Cup 2, free create a competitive tournament, no entry fee. You could sign up if you did or did not have a competitor in Super Show the Game. Those who don't got to buy into the second portion of the tournament, those that did, A, you have to pay that forward to somebody. B, have to face off in the dark matches like I just talked about. That's underway. I believe there's going to be about a two-week period for players to get those matches done. And then the second portion of the event will start. Championship matches. We had a few championship matches from this past week. I'll start Tuesday. Tuesday we had two championship matches. We had the Veterans Championship on the line. Standard singles match, the challenger, Chris Bridges, playing as General Lee Wong. The champion, Jeff McPeak, playing as Pretty Boy Snow. Relatively quick match. It ends up going to Crowd Meter 1. The winner, still champion at Crowd Meter 1, Jeff McPeak. Congratulations for a successful defense. Later Tuesday night, we would have the finals of the Online League Tornado Tag Division. Normally, I don't report on this, but it was streamed live, same night as the Veterans Championship, so I'm going to give you the results there. We also see Jeff McPeak playing as McPeak, Inc. in the finals. Two big matches for McPeak on Tuesday. And his opponent playing as Welcome to Wonderland, the Dread Pirate Tech Sports Simon Strauss. This was a Claim the Throne match which is a version of a ladder match created by the Three Kings. This was a long match. Only went to crowd meter zero, but still a long match. The winner here, Jeff McPeak. Jeff McPeak being in two featured matches on Tuesday night and getting victories in both. Congratulations to him. Wednesday, the LFF Tag Team Championship on the line. The Challengers Transatlantic Express. That's the team of Practicite playing as Zonda here and Hold the Line Harry playing as the Big Shot. They take on champions and tag team of the era, the Dangerous Alliance. Chris Pate playing as Big Bad Bobby D. Sean Loeb playing as Combat Chris. The match only went to Crowd Meter 1, but it was a long match. Don't think it was short because it only went to Crowd Meter 1. It went probably around an hour. The winners of the Tag Team Championship match, still champions, 
the Dangerous Alliance. Congratulations to them for another successful defense. Those were all the championship matches from this week. Most weeks, there are some championship matches on Sunday Night Fights that I tack on on the end of the show. There won't be any Sunday Night Fights this week. I do have news about a couple of championship matches coming up. It's been announced that the Grumps' next defense of the LFF World Heavyweight Championship will be against a mystery opponent in some sort of stipulation match. No details beyond that. That's all we know. So the Grump is going to have an uphill battle in his next defense. We also have an announcement of the LFF Hardcore Championship. The current champion, the Beast Michael Kerr, playing as Quadruple H, will take on his first challenger, attempt to defend the belt for the first time, against Split playing as Split in a ring step match taking place June 11th during Sunday Night Fights. That is the next Hardcore Championship match. So tune in to Sunday Night Fights in June to check that out. There were two online tournaments from this past week. We have Monday Night Consigliere Fights on Monday, of course. 23 players, 5 groups, 4 per group, 1 group of 3, top 2 per group advanced to the top cut. It looks like 4 players got a bye in the opening round of the top cut. The other 8 play off. The winners go into the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals in this event were Lumberjack matches. Semifinals were Raven's Blood Cemetery matches. The finals match and the third place match were played using the buddy building stipulation. Top four. In fourth place, playing as Maestro, the Canola. In third place, playing as the Witch's Apprentice, Chris Pate, your finalists. Simple Chuck as Runtime Terror. And James Booker as Dr. Emily Booker, DMD. With your winner, James Booker, congratulations to James Booker for winning this tournament. Also, correction from last week's reporting on the Monday night event. I mistakenly reported that Bob Dunn won with Zach actually taking second place. I have those reversed. Zach actually won last week's Monday night consigliere fights. That's the consigliere fights from the 15th. I apologize to him for that. Congratulations to Zach Ashley for winning that event. Thursday. Thursday we have week two of Chibi's Seat of Power event. 24 players, six groups, four per group. Top two players per group advance to the top cuts. The top four in this event end up being in fourth place, playing as Whip-A-Whip, the LARPer. In third place, playing as Jigsaw, Maddie Bar one. Your finalists, Drew Madsen playing as Amazing Red, and Robert the Brain Dunn playing as Robert the Brain Dunn. The winner of the event, The Brain. Congratulations to him for winning. The Brain and Drew Madsen will now make the Tournament of Champions because the top two from each Seat of Power event qualify for the Tournament of Champions. So congratulations. To Bob Dunn for the win. Congratulations to Drew Madsen for qualifying. I have one locals report. It was an 11 player Misos event. 
four rounds, Swiss play, top three, end up being in third place as the new D2, Dustin Garman. In second place is Agatha Mai, the phenomenal one, Kurt Polka. And the winner playing is Liger, Brian Johnston. Congratulations to Brian Johnston for winning your local's event. This brings us back to Legendary Realms. As I'm recording this, Legendary Realms has just wrapped up the tournament and, as far as I know, all of the other featured matches for the day. It's over. I'm going to go through the tournament portion first, then talk about the featured matches. As I mentioned earlier, 38 players played in this event. They did have six Swiss rounds. After the six Swiss rounds, they cut to a top 16. All the four and twos got in. All the five and ones got in. The lone undefeated got in. The remaining spots were determined by a playoff. The top eight players with a record of three and three were paired off. They played in New York Rules matches. That got them to a top 16. In the opening round of the top cut, all the matches were steel cage matches. In the quarterfinal round, they used the dark match stipulation. The stipulation that was used in the semifinals was chosen at random. That random choice ends up being Psycho Circus. And then the finals was a main event match. Your top four here were Loudmouth Leo Larynx as Evie Laveau, Bob Dunn as Robert the Brain Dunn, Big Match Pete as Johnny T, and Ryan Pierce as Ricky Riot. Loudmouth Leo and Big Match Pete win their semifinal matches. So they face off in the finals and all the higher class faction finals. This was a good match. It went to crowd meter three. At crowd meter three, Loudmouth Leo Larynx hits a finish, rolls a seven. He rolled quite low on a few finishes before. He actually rolls his printed five with the crowd meter gets to a seven. And unfortunately, Big Match Pete rolls, I believe, 6-6-5. Can't beat the 7. Loudmouth Leo Larynx wins the Legendary Realms Creative Competitor Tournament. Afterwards, he announces he is going to make the Tornado Tag Team of Big and Loud. That is the Tornado Tag Team featuring him and his faction mate and fellow finalist in this tournament, Big Match Pete. So Big and Loud, Tornado Tag Team, coming to Super Show the Game. Look for that. That was the Legendary Realms CAC Tournament. The featured matches that we had. I'll start with the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship. The Challengers, Twisted Aggression. Rage playing as Rage, Mr. Pop and Twist, playing as Mr. Pop and Twist. The champions, Cold Candy Crush, Candyman Dan, playing as Fortress, the Penguin, playing as the Witch's Apprentice. 
it is a New York rules match because all of the LFF Tri-State Championship matches are. Crowd meter starts at 1. There are no disqualifications. This went all the way up to crowd meter 5. Long, good match. The winners at crowd meter 5 still champions Cold Candy Crush. Congratulations to Cold Candy Crush for a successful defense. The next featured match, the LFF Underworld Championship on the line. The champion, the prize fighter, Simon Davner, on hand. He is the champion with the original Brian Cage, a.k.a. Brian Cage is the effing machine. The challenger, the screaming Danchi, bringing chamomile tea to the bout. In a relatively short match, that only goes to crowd meter zero. The winner and still champion is the prize fighter Simon Davner. Congratulations to Simon Davner for successful defense. The final featured match, the Legendary Realms Store Championship on the line as the champion Jason Fasson with the player of the era as his competitor takes on Challenger the LARPer as Whip-A-Whip. This match goes to crowd meter one. It looked like it was in the champion's favor for a good portion of the match, but a well-timed stop from the LARPer sets up the finish, and the champion is unable to kick out. The LARPer is the new Legendary Realms champion afterward. High praise from Jason Frasone for the LARPer. Great to see that. And that's it for featured matches. There was some talk that I believe the Mixed Match Championship, which is another local championship, might be defended. Jason Fasson challenged the boss, Steve Rask, for that. I don't believe that happened. I didn't see it streamed. And the LFF Tri-State Championship, supposed to be on the line. The challenger, Big Match Pete, the champion, John Polverino. That didn't happen, mostly, I believe, because Big Match Pete made the finals and they just ran out of time. Based on some comments I heard on the stream, they were expecting the tournament to wrap up around 6 p.m. Eastern. Instead, it went to almost 9 p.m. Eastern. So that obviously factored into some of these matches getting bumped. I don't know when they might be rescheduled. We'll just have to keep an eye out on that. And that is all I have for the Legendary Realms Create a Competitor Tournament and all the festivities surrounding that. Special thanks to Jason Falson and the player of the era, John Polverino, for helping run the tournament. Special thanks to John Cardello from Legendary Realms for hosting the tournament. It was a great tournament. It looked to be run very well. So kudos to everyone involved there. And that's pretty much going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. As far as upcoming online tournaments for next week, nothing's posted, but expect something Monday night, Dojo Tuesday night on Twitch. Thursday's up in the air. Chibi, who normally runs Thursday nights, won't be running this week. We'll see if somebody else steps in to run a Thursday night tournament. That's all I have for this week. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.